What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? I mean, it's our hundredth episode, and oh I was God. just like, I, you know, I, I, I called Pam this morning to say that we had done a, a quick review of the show while sitting in the city bank after city bank vestibule. sitting in the yeah sitting on <laughs> top of the on top of the thing that people Where write their checks, checks on yeah we yeah. sat on that jeremy filmed us sitting on top of it while oh recording some of this that? really fast it's, yeah we'll post so it's, it's available some of this fast <laughs> some of this immediate review that i i had to to do immediately after watching uh bar talk and it's uh and then i i called today Pam to say, look, we're doing our hundredth episode, and I'm honored because you know one we love more. I'm honored, it Pam. Really, you know that. I feel loved by you guys. I do know that. We I feel loved. really thank you. I do. I feel well, loved. and it's it's great to it's great to love the art and to love the person, right? And that that's a wonderful thing to have. Doesn't as always well. happen. Doesn't. There's a lot of artists. You have to separate the art from the person. Well, that's been such a huge part of like why. Like I'm in your universe in life because yeah. like I love you and I love your work, love you and I, you both of you. Yeah. The th- and then Justin, there's three people <laughs> yeah. that you really love and That's love it. and love I our mean, work. I mean, I've enjoyed come. designing for many people, but like literally, we don't design for anyone anymore except the three of you guys. That's wow. an honor. It is an that honor. That is not because let me tell you what Reed and Harriet, genius, really, genius. I mean, really, and have elevated, and I think both of us, I'm looking at Pam as I say piece, this, both have elevated better. our pieces. Yeah. Pam, will you tell, we were, I was trying to figure this out yesterday, but why did you first ask me to design for you? How did that happen? I didn't know you at all. No. And I had just seen a bunch of your like designs and what I loved, I felt like you did a lot of different kinds of dance companies. So you, yeah. I think you had done like a Doug Verone and then mm-hmm. like maybe Jack, like very, like you didn't have, you like everyone was equal or something. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like you were only doing this kind of dance or this. And right. so that seemed interesting to me. And I also thought you were like, cool. Oh. I wanted to like get to know you. Cool. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like, I just thought you were someone I wanted to know, but also because I liked your work oh, and I thanks. went on your website and you had a bunch of stuff, but you were also doing stuff on your own, not only with Harriet. Right, right, right. At that time, it was less so with Harriet. And then when she quit her job, then it became a read Right, because the first couple costumes you made for me was are just read Bartleman. Mm-hmm. The, the red jumpsuits mm-hmm. for Heaven on One's Head at the Joyce, the, my Joyce debut. Melissa Pan, uh, Melissa Maggie. And then the Passagen um, costumes, which mm-hmm. are gorgeous. Were mm-hmm. gorgeous. And I remember when we got to the Joyce. So that was our first collaboration yeah. was at the Joyce. So I felt like when I, I wanted to hire you because it was my first time at the Joyce and I really wanted to put my best foot forward. So who has to call <laughs> except Reed? That's amazing. <laughs> and the red matched the curtains. Mm-hmm. That was your idea. That was my idea, but you made, <laughs> and I think I also, or we talked to, maybe I think this was your idea of old fashioned bathing suits, maybe. Or, or it's always, base. that seems to always be the idea. Is an old fashioned <laughs> bathing suit coming yeah. into play somehow? It's well, cause I'm like, great. who cares about leotards? Look at old bathing suits. Yeah. That's what they are. Yeah. Right. No, that's great. So that, but then the costumes for Melissa and Maggie somehow geniusly matched the exposed brick wall, which I didn't even tell you I was doing. That was, that was something Davison was doing on his own and it just all came together. Yeah. And then I think, You've been doing my costumes ever, ever since. since. Ever since. I, I had one deviation, which was 
tome, tome for who at for Graham. But we love them. Yeah, and, and also you did something in South America or something. Oh yeah, when well, I say Aris, I those had, also yeah, looked good. Yeah, that was a uh, Sabia. Those were good in Miami, and um, a woman named Jessica Trossman in Buenos Aires. Yeah, but those they were good. Yeah. But yeah, but I will. Let's talk about these costumes for our these bar costumes talk because they're are, amazing. I mean, they're so in, they're so incredible. They're really, I mean, and knowing Reed's costume, Reed and Harriet's designs for their having seen either photos of them or seen them live, these are up there in my favorites. That's nice. And well, I'm not nice. <laughs> but um, I don't think he's nice. I can Something I can definitely say is I'm not nice. And it was really, and it was something, and uh, Jeremy and I were discussing it with uh, our friend Kelly today, who's an analyst. And the way, and, and I said this to you today on the phone when I called, and that, that's something that I really look for, especially in work that's dealing with ballet, which is a form that I, uh, I think many of us have incredibly complex uh political feelings about at this point, for sure, is that you were able to uh, inhabit while indict. And that, and the way the costumes dramaturgically worked with that inside of what I'll always call state theater mm -hmm. was so, so beautiful. And it, it had this sense of history and menace and haunting and, and I, they looked good on the dancers, and they too. Looked, like, at, at everything. Well, I mean, reading Harriet's know? costumes look good. No, but you good, know, but it, it's both things. It's like this conceptual, but it's yeah. also practical. But yeah. what you're, what's interesting, and not embarrassing, but true, is that you're finding all this kind of meaning in them. Mm -hmm. That is that is great. I'm really glad that like there's some discourse around like the meaning of the costumes. But really, it was just about aesthetics. It was about making them look good, exploring kind of silhouettes that we're excited about, mm -hmm. and then the decor of the, of the theater. Right. Well, I think there's no way to uh, uh, to divide or take apart all, the decor of the there. theater and the history of right. that theater. I mean, there's no way for me to kind of annex uh, the those things. Right. Does that make sense? Yes, Are you doing that in your process, Pam? Are you like the whole time you're making it thinking about like the why of it? Or are you no. just, no, no, you have to just make no, the thing. You can't, you have to, it has to be both. It has to be a balance of conscious and subconscious. Yes. Has, some things have to be a mystery. You can't know every single thing you're doing. Right. But you want to be, um, because you've been doing this for so long, mm -hmm. you're, this is your field. There's things that you absorb like a sponge that things that you're, you're in, like you're interested in stuff the way I am and the way you are. And it's a, and it's a constant throughout and it comes out in different ways in different pieces or different costumes or different mm -hmm. projects. So, so it's all there and just what you're emphasizing and what's, ha you know, and then, and some is conscious like, okay, so there's a part in bar talk ballet where Rachel Hutzel puts her leg around Daniel and everyone says 4T moment. I didn't, I didn't say there's no piece, um, no, nothing in my book that says now you go to the 4T. I didn't <laughs> right, even realize, yeah. but right. it's in there like, because I've, you, I love that piece. Did you I, put them in that shape and not even understand that it was not, 4T? No. Wow. That's what I'm saying. It's not, it's, <laughs> it wasn't like I'm going to consciously do balancing right, 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 at right, this right. moment. Absolutely. And doesn't we, mean that I'm not doing it. Right. Because it's in my body. That's, that's what I'm saying. We speaking. didn't make these costumes thinking like we're indicting the like wealth culture of the, we, it wasn't political in any way. But well, also, I'm not talking about just 
the class. I'm not talking just about the class of the place. I'm also talking just about the history of the theater and all of its uh, glory and behind the scenes trauma. Mm -hmm. And that is that we can't, you can't divorce yourself from that. And there's something inside of the work. There's so much tension inside of this piece. Mm -hmm. It's so complex. It's so dense. You know, it's a Balanchine didn't deal with Bartok. No, it's, it's a real, it is so just the, first of all, we can, we can like, just look at the score. Right. And then how you dealt with that and you, dense, complex score with an incredible, with incredible, uh, facility in, in something that is so, has so much rich, dark, turbid feelings. Yeah. And for me, what I want from, and this happens, you know, it's rare that these things get to intersect mm-hmm. uh, for me in dance. And when, when they do, I love it so much, which is intellect and catharsis. And I had them both mm. in watching wow. this piece where I felt Thanks. I was watching such an incredibly intelligent work while also feeling this extreme, as Jeremy called it, this hot knife of a piece where we don't, there's these (laughs) things inside of the work where, and it reminded, you know, when I was thinking this morning, I was thinking, what are like some of my five favorite dances ever? And I, whenever I say that, I always think of moves. Mm, my favorite too. There is. I think we all. That's that's love. why. Maybe that's why love. we're friends. Love. That's the only it's, reason. I think it's, it's the only. <laughs> and, and watching and, and watching the work last night, it made me just wish that that moves happened every season and that Such numerous times and that audiences have to watch it, have to deal with, have to educate themselves around this thing made in 1959. Think about them and, all coming to Lincoln Center. Do they they pre- premiered it there or at City Center? We have to check the dates. I'm wondering if he made it on his own group. Oh, I think he did. Yeah, mm-hmm. I but think he made it on his own The group. people coming in 1959 yeah. and no music. I mean, very difficult. Can you, can you imagine? Yeah. And That's I, your and Pam, I feel that this that this piece is going to be is going to be like that in the oh. future as we look back. I Thank think you. It, and and will continue in the future to go. Wow, this is difficult. It. They will. Oh, well, I think. I think the dancers will also like. This boat, already by the second night, last night. Getting to see Indiana like that? Better. They already are oh, more grounded. Yeah. My God. The, yeah, the she, level she of flew. presence that she is wielding out there. She can to see Devin like that. On. It Devin's was, torso, he was like His weight, as I said to you just yeah. before we we started this podcast, yeah. I mean, just before Reed came, the, the level of weight that he allowed yeah. to drop in and out on that stage. And... It's the, the complexity of your, uh, so something also that I want is mystery because yeah. I find life to not get tied. It doesn't get tied up. It doesn't book. have clean narratives. Yeah. I don't feel particularly drawn towards, um, things that are heteronormative, uh, because I feel inundated in mm-hmm. that landscape right. anywhere I turn, whether it's TV, movies, theater, dance, it's everywhere. Music. It's, it's we have to all think bigger than that. I mean, I I mean, I think in 2019 it's important. Like, and I'm I'm a woman, but I'm straight. 
But I still think that it's important to explore all these options. It's well, 2019. And I, and I said this on the phone, I guess just yesterday, yeah. that I feel a place that I, there's this handshake between women and queer people around the way their body's perceived and what it's perceived mm. for. And there, there's this certain meeting in a cave of mystery mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because there's been so much oppression and suppression there that there that and I see that handshake of mystery and of unknowingness and of subversion so clearly in your work, the gender fluidity that happens in this piece and has happened in other yeah. pieces of yours, but in this yeah. because of the frame of ballet. Well, that's the thing. They're out there in point shoes and to have this other framework around it was just it 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 was I I said this to Reed last night. I haven't felt like that since the first time I saw Stravinsky Violin Concerto. Wow. And that... That's a, that's a good one. Which is a piece... Which for me, I <laughs> thought more of instead of Fortis because that piece is referencing right. Russian folk dance and this right. piece referencing... Sure. I mean, it's the, all the same. But the way the folk get. dance gets referenced in yeah. these two works for me becomes also sort of nightmarish around history. Mm-hmm. And there's mm-hmm. something kind of... Um, uh, there's something haunting inside of it. Yeah. That was oh, definitely. So... And the music is haunting and yeah. the bar talk. Yeah. So it all adds to that. Yeah. I mean, I, even as like someone who's seen all your work, like you multiple know, times in rehearsal, yeah. in tech rehearsal. I find this in... piece very challenging. Yeah. And when I saw the workshop of it at ABT, I found it weirdly less challenging. Somehow. Yeah. I, I see why. And I don't know. I don't why. know why. Maybe it was just because it was in a studio close up. Yeah. But also the second section is totally different. So mm. the second section of the ABT one was like, I kept doing the same thing over and over again. And it was men and women and jumping and mm-hmm. hooking their arms. Mm-hmm. And I took that out. That actually is that idea is in another dance. So, but this became the Dev and Gretchen duo, and they don't. Which I mean, love. They don't touch. They don't. They don't touch. Well, then, so great. until the until, pirouette. Until the pirouette. Can you yeah. talk about for for those for the listeners who don't know what yes. the process was like of, of the construction of of Bartok? Because sure. it began with an right. ABT incubator. Right. So two years ago, I did a workshop at an AB, at ABT, and it was basically. But it was an incubator. It was something. No, else. it was like it was a part of the they called the Women's Initiative project. Okay. But basically, it was any dancer who signed up could be in it because it's they during, were on layoff. Yeah, it's during their off. So yeah. I, so I didn't really choose the dancers. They came and they ended up. Um, the women were fantastic. Uh, actually, they were great. And they, um, and, but that helped format the piece. Before. How long was your residency? It was three weeks. She made the whole thing. I made the whole thing. I mean, it was loose. It had, didn't, right. it wasn't as detailed as it is now. There right. was no, it was like more idea. Like the, so the first section was, I kept, except the Daniel Applebaum part, I think, uh, when he runs around to all the different mm-hmm. groups, that's new. And there's some, and then and the can't Emily quite meet up with them. Right. That's yeah. that idea is new. And I realized watching it last night that that's his character through the whole piece. It's yeah. him scurrying around. It's so yeah. interesting because I really tried to get to as I got to know him through the rehearsal, I was able to give 
him like a character or something. I love when those three women sort of reject him. Yeah. And they even like drop their pose and stare at him. They're like, yeah. leave, please. So that was like a little, that was fun because that to me was like, like a lot of times I, I use the music in different ways. Some of it is, um, landmarked. Some of it's very specific and some of it's more open. And so that is like a very specific, I don't have many, but even back to the specific, beginning of this, how did yep. you choose this? Uh, piece okay well flux music. quartet plays the first movement only mm-hmm. like on like you can google it like it's mm-hmm. on and i love i and so i got introduced to it through flux but it was always on my list you know i have lists of music i have music lists you like, have music my, lists yeah. that you've you've been one day i'm gonna way. do this uh-huh, one day i'm gonna uh-huh. do that and it just the music just stirs the blood you know it just yeah. gets it's, it was a visceral wanting of this music yeah and then it became an more intellectual, like, what is he doing? I mean, it's so complex. I had the guys, I always tell the guys, you know, they sit with me and I ask the them, musicians. yeah. And I ask them what's going on here. And they were explaining it to me. Like I can read it to you. I have it in a text somewhere. He, they were like, it's reverse. And then it's in a four one and it's a this and it's that. And then at the end, it's like, just do whatever you want. It's too hard. Yeah. He's always yeah. reversing yeah. everything. Yeah. He's backwards. Yeah. 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 But just, just even hearing about his process of Bartok doing things inverted and backwards, I was like, perfect. Well, I thought about Kubrick last night, of course, too, right. because I mean, it's, that was, that was Kubrick's big choice for The Shining was Bartok. Right. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's, Ooh, that's the, chilling. It's uh, the, isn't it the Sabbath one, I think? Anyhow. Okay. So anyhow. Yeah, we'll have but, to look it up. But yeah, I mean, there actually is a bunch of bar. So Mark Morris, I think, does two, did two. John Hagenbotham, I think, is four. So what? we were like, so actually Miley Okamura was thought we should do a whole show of all three of our Bartoks together. It's a good idea. The Mark Mark David Halberg solo was Bartok, right? Maybe, maybe. no, Britain. no, it was yeah. Britain. Britain. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's what that's the music that got chosen. Then for three weeks, you worked with ABT Women's Initiative, right? And I ended up with a thirty-minute piece um, with all these ideas. Like the folk dance was mapped yeah. out. The first, like the vocabulary, the first section was mapped out. The vocabulary for the third section when they come in in the cannons, right. and you know, having a female dancer do a revel tot is a big deal, right. because they don't do them. I actually, right. three of the dancers uh, didn't even know how to, the mechanics of it because they've never been asked or called upon to do it. Right. So we had had the you know we had to teach it. Um, so I think that's really interesting. So there's a lot of little, you know, there's things embedded in it too. Um, so the way I work with them is they learn the movement and then I would figure out together how, where the point shoe comes in. I noticed last night for the first time, Gretchen gets to the rebel top, but doesn't do it, just goes lay down. She Correct. just goes and that's, lays down. Yeah, we did that on purpose. <laughs> She's like not doing it. Yeah, well, because I, there's things that, um, yeah, I mean, you just have to lay it, and then because you know you lay it out, and then you go work backwards and say, well, what would her character do? She's with Devin, so I need to deal with this now. Mm-hmm. Like I can't not deal. You know, also the way you know I started with the Miriam and Canard duet where he's coming to her and she's she's stationary, but then we had to back it up to have it overlap from the second section. Mm-hmm. 
So he's peering out he's at her. her. He's watching her. So I actually have three ballets going on in the second section. I have the yeah. the Devin Gretchen. Gretchen. I have the um, Canard, Miriam Canard that spills out through the third and then also sews up a little bit in the fourth. And then I have a little rom- romance going on behind the scrim of, that's um, Mira and Jonathan, mm. where they actually people actually touch. Like, you know. well, and again, when you think when, if I <laughs> think about moves often. and then watching moves on your first time, if you tried to watch moves on your first pass, you couldn't get everything. There's there is so much going on. I mean, especially in the the pas section. Yeah, there's it's really and that kind of come that sort of complexity it, it, and what that mirrors around intersecting human relationships and where choreography can actually. Uh, bring a formal viewership to that mm-hmm. around the body. Oh, but moves, I mean, the composition tools and moves are much clearer. Like yes. you can, you can see them instantly. Like group, duo, right? Yeah, and yes. parts Women. of a pot of yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what it looks with one mm-hmm. person. This is what it looks right. with two people. But mm-hmm. this piece, Pam, this is dense. Well, I had yes, to push myself. You know, I felt like to me, I had to push it. I really, you know, I, yes, I see what you're saying. I mean, I actually cleared out. It's not I, a criticism. No, no, I don't feel like it is. I, <laughs> it's not a criticism. I actually had It's what more, I love about it. I had more stuff in a sec. I took stuff out. So then from like, ABT. Mm. Yes. This, then you got was, slotted into this. This was, right. this was a surprise. So then I forgot about it. I was waiting yeah. for ABT to call me and they never did. And then we were at coffee <laughs> one day and, and Pam goes, John Stafford's left me a message. What do you think it's about? I said, they're going to ask you to do a ballet earlier. And I was like, because you're you? already booked. Right. So do. Justin, right. So Justin had emailed me and was like, are you free and available for the fall day? You know, fall 2019. Yeah. Uh, 2019. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I'm available. Right. <laughs> so I wrote him, wrote, wrote him back and I was like, yeah, holy shit. Sure. I'll do it. But then, so that was that. And I was like already thinking about my ideas for that. And that was like a separate thing. And then I was sitting with Reed. We were talking about the Taylor costumes. Mm-hmm. We were having a meeting. And I get this text. And that's, and he said, Reed knew. I, I was like, get, I just oh, guessed. Oh, John Stafford texted you. Yeah. And he said. In the end of January, yeah. And I, she was like, what do you think it's about? I was like, here, I was like, I <laughs> bet you anything that Emma Portner is pulling out of the spring. And they're going to ask you to move your And I was like, up. that is crazy. And, and indeed, he was right. of course, he was right. that was what it was. And yeah. so, and then <clears throat> when that came up, you talked with John. Yep. And he said, well, what can we put in here? Well, I said to him that it's too fast to make a totally from scratch piece because it wouldn't be good for me or for you or for anybody no. to rush it. Um, and my original idea is to an orchestral uh, piece of music by Ted Hearn. And I wanted because I wanted to use orchestra. When else do you get to use an orchestra? Right, right. Never. Right. So that was how that, that was my idea. Never. Never. <laughs> well, it's true. I and mean, I want to be able to come, I want to use, utilize, be able to yes. utilize. So I said, listen, I have this other thing I did. I can do this, but I don't, I, I don't want to miss out on my other idea either. So if you can't, I want to be able to do both. But if you can't commit to both, I told, you know, I understand. I'm going to keep. I want to keep my original idea because right. I'll keep my false slot if you can't do both. Right. And he came back and he didn't flinch. He was like, um, he actually even said like, Justin and I were thinking about that anyway, you know, and, 
And I think it's amazing. They're committing to me. They're supporting me. They hadn't even done one piece yet. Right. They believe in me. So, I mean, it's sort of amazing yeah. that, that I have two opportunities. Um, and so that's how I got to the bar talk because I wouldn't have originally wanted maybe I would want to have a, you know, I wanted to do the orchestra, not a string quartet in that right. big house. But, you know, that was the first time they put an orchestra there. They've never done that. Oh, string on the, on the, on uh -huh. the edge. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, the on string, the yeah. They've never done that. And they've great. never lit the... The gold proscenium. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is what I wanted to say to you. Mm. I told Jack this when he came in. Giddy, I saw Gideon Lester, and he loved the costumes. And he felt like as the dancers changed into the gold, that they were like chips of the proscenium falling, falling in. into the dance. I thought that was I'm beautiful. really glad that people are like finding a life in these costumes because... Well, it was your idea to change costumes. Like, I came to you with the gold, but then you and Harriet... You came with the gold leotard, or you said no, gold? No, gold. Just I just said gold. gold. No, no, she said, what she I said I'm going to have Miriam go in front of the gold proscenium. Right. Which, by the way... And then I sent you a picture. I, you sent me a video. I was, right. I was just shook She's by that moment. I know. But She's also amazing. what she... How she interacts with the column. I mean, and this is something too. As you worked I was, on that. I had a private rehearsal with her. So like I was able to get, you know, but that's also her. Like I was, I had time, little bits of time to pull out. I mean, I, I'm figuring out how to work at city ballet and you have to be smart. And if you add, like, once you know what you're doing, when you don't know what you're doing, it's hard. But once you know, like, Oh, I'm definitely going to do a solo for Miriam. And then you ask, can I have Miriam for an hour? And then you end up being able to get more time. Right. But but you can't do that until you know what you're doing with the right. people. And I didn't know them so well. So I didn't right. know what kind of, I don't know who, which dancer was going to be, a, you know. Right. Anyway, right. I interrupted you. You were going to say something. I just said I loved that part. And it was, just, it was, <laughs> it's a thing, it's a thing that I was thinking. I mean, it's, I mean, cause you know, I'm a, a huge fan as well of Beth Gill. Yes, and yeah. it, the, 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 what I, again, it's, it's about mystery. And of course, for me, it's, it's, uh, it is a thing about, and which is where, and when I was saying earlier that I do not feel you need to be a ballet aficionado to, uh, love this piece because That's important there are, there is the utilization of theater. And I also, I, so I feel that so deeply with Beth's work as well. Yeah. It is, it, it, it examines, uh, there's, there's these psychic iconographies going on and, that is so much about, and this is when you were talking earlier about you can't know everything, right? Which I as well deeply feel. There's these things that come through, and you have to just <laughs> let them come through. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that's so when she, when Miriam came around and was with the column. I mean, it was just, it was so full. Everything inside of it was so full. And Jack is obsessed. I am. I love it. It's so well. Glad. It's really. <laughs> It's, it's, it's current. I mean, I'm, I mean, like, I, I wonder if I'll see anything in 2019 that shakes me as deeply as this did. It really, this piece and this piece for, I mean, you know, Reed and I, for however, you know, this is our hundredth episode and pretty early on we were talking about you were Pam, I know. You mean, and, and, and <laughs> we were saying New York city ballet. It was, uh, yep. which I think is a, a great fit. For you I have more to do there. Like, yeah, yeah, because I mean, seeing your work on Ballet Austin is, was really good. They're yeah. also really excellent. Yeah. But having this kind of platform and these these dancers really showed up for you in a way right. that is really 
you don't know what way it's going to go with ballet dancers sometimes because they have such extreme insecurities that are built through their training. Like on, you know, and you know that because you went through it. Of course. And you need to be deprogrammed at a certain point. Mm -hmm. And these dancers somehow found their way into this vocabulary. I feel that with this piece, it's because it is so psychological. Mm. And I feel that there, I, and at times with certain things in choreography, try to not talk about the psychology behind it, but to just demonstrate it and then have the performer inhabit it. It sort of feels to me, it's in terms of theater, it's where I don't want to over direct someone or say, you know, what's going on here. It's, they have to incorporate it and have it be private. And when I think of my favorite pieces by Balanchine and Robbins, Mm -hmm. They are the pieces that are so deeply psychological, but you couldn't really pin a story to. Right. And do we even want that anymore? Right. Who? I mean, I don't. No. I don't. I don't no. want another story ballet or that these the people are interfacing with each other right. around this to give me some sort of narrative. Uh, we are living in such an incredibly confusing and hostile time where I think all of us feel a sense of what what's happening. And the art can step in to give a great sense of mirror and relief to that. And I think for the the dancers, I'm sure they're having like a very profound experience performing it now that they've stepped away from rehearsing it. Because a lot of it seems very difficult to rehearse because it's very physically challenging and sort of like brutally precise. But performing it, there's so much time and space for them to kind of live inside of the relationships to each other, which are not symmetrical, which are very intimate. They can look at each other. It's really interesting to watch them now performing it and finding yeah. story and drama in it. And I, I was actually talking to Daniel Applebaum and he was telling me that he really appreciated like that I that I was very precise and deliberate with what I wanted, but that there's also space around it. Lots of space. As any any good director, choreographer should do. Because, and something that... But he was saying not all choreographers come in with set ideas. Well, no, a lot of choreographers come in with a million moves to, like, to manipulate um, feelings. Right, right. And it's... We're done. I mean... Yeah, no thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I, I mean... I, as I, and you know, people have heard this, people know this as well. I think also a lot of people can come in and have people improvise right. for the work to be built. And it's, uh, I which think. is okay too, if they yeah. know what they want. I think yeah. Yeah. a lot of the choreographer sometimes, I think what he was sort of saying to me was that because I had a very specific idea of what I wanted, it was actually really helpful. It was hard for them, but helpful because then they had something to work towards. But at the same time, there was freedom around it. Yeah. Well, there also seemed like there was a sense of play and a sense of uh, you gave them you gave them something more personal by even though it, some of the steps came from another thing. <laughs> right. You made changes to stuff oh, based yes. on what was going on what in the I was studio. Seeing, yeah. Exactly, and that I think is really important. So you have to read the room. Right. You can't just. You know, you know that. Like the part I with the Sarahville walk, walking in the circle while other people do PK turns is so hysterical. And you know how that came up? Because she was pissed. Because she was ever. We were rehearsing it, and they were all doing the wrong tempos. So she, who's so lovely to work with and quiet, was like pissed. So she just started walking in the in the in the circle, and I was like, 
That's gold. That I have, I have deeply, deeply worked that way. I have de- as Reed can attest when someone does some when someone does anything in rehearsal that's outside of the things that are also being made, but are reacting to yeah, the things that I've amazing. made, and then it's we've got to keep that in. That is the gold of yeah. that. It's just, it, because it's, re- it's, it's like real or something. It's like uh, it's um, it literally work. is real, right? I mean, but then work. we can think about it, and that's when if if you wanted to get historical with a big famous serenade it's right they, i mean you, they we come have in that and example. fall we have Wee. that example they come in late <laughs> you know it's it's sort of those are the ways that life is able to intersect into the process right. and thereby it's make exciting. a living piece mm-hmm. instead of uh i don't know what something i could just watch on video right it right. is amazing in your piece like i think i've seen it six times now and right. like you see something new well there's so, it's so dense but somehow there's also, it's also very quiet, weirdly. Mm-hmm. There's p- the loud parts. Right. And right. parts where you're like almost like overwhelmed. Right. Like, okay, it's a lot. Yeah. But then there are parts where you have so many options of well, where, where a, to go. Well, see, that's, that's really important to me. Like, I love that you're, you, I want a viewer to be able to uh, sit back and take in a landscape or follow one dancer, like follow Miriam through the whole piece and see what her story is. Like, I yeah. want you to be able to choose. And I think either either one is va- is there for you. I want that to be, the th- that, that's important to me. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, I, that's, <laughs> at the same time, I feel I really did take in a lot of. I don't know how you did that. Well, you're maybe. It's it's I think it's better. It's also something. <laughs> maybe he's around, better than you. <laughs> yeah, I think it's something around theater. Mm-hmm. And as I mean, also as Reed and I began talking about very early on in this podcast, uh, my my entry points into work are what I want to get from it. Right. I mean, I it's such a it's so much about catharsis for me. And it's so much about what is this doing? Mm-hmm. And whereas, I, I mean, Reed can, I, I think you can appreciate something from, by its aesthetic value only. Whereas I will be like, well, all right, I don't care. Like if something Pam is like you in that way, she like makes the dance and then she's like, does it look good? And you're like. Well, I mean, we'll make it look good. Right, right, right. Oh, like me. Right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Yes, right, yes, right, yeah. Right. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's a right. real... I, 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 care, I care about the politics and the feelings behind it and what's uh, being examined and, this, and the psychology behind it. And this piece has such a cohesive psychology to it that it feels so researched and so filled with... Yes, there's these things that I can point to around Valentina Robbins and Cunningham, but then also you and 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 through your body. I mean, it would be like it would be if I could, you know, if I I don't want to take knee vibrations out of my lexicon. Right, right. Those are in there. That's it's it's infected me some way. The certain like reaches towards neoclassicism that I have are there. It's infected in me. But that's also what was so great about this piece is it's a looking at uh, parents. It is a looking at history. Mm-hmm. It's a looking at what's, and I never thought about that before about the two of you. Mm-hmm. How the both of you are very invested in these idioms that you didn't really kind of fully flesh out in terms of your own like dance careers. Mm-hmm. Right. That's probably why. And yeah. you guys really are like I mean? these are the things that I want to 
yeah. explore. These are the kinds of dancers I want to navigate. And right. But also being an outsider. Absolutely. Because I was never in a, even in a modern, I mean, I'm not, I'm more of an outsider in ballet, but I also was an outsider in modern too. I was, I wasn't That's in why a company or I wasn't yeah. in I'm you sure know. part of why it's taken you longer. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. Because people are like, Pam she doesn't have the pedigree. If Pam right. and I had been in some come? company, yeah. right. if we had been in a high, in an A-plus company, right. oh, this is all would different. have... Different. It would be different. And our lens Pam. to it would be totally different. Absolutely different. Right. Because yeah. we both, I feel, are coming at it from an objective <laughs> lens that is filled with a lot of love, obsession, and that thing that you get when you're an outsider. Right. And you don't also, take anything for granted. That's you guys nothing. also can bring a True. level of humor to these things yes. that other people right. aren't willing right. to do. Right. Which comes with a, with being objective. I think that's sort of the thing of I how... I never thought about that, yeah. That's yeah. True. Because we've also had to work jobs. Right. Work real jobs. I mean, that story about you that Reed told me about you the serving coffee. coffee. Oh, yeah. It's in the playbill. I know. It made me cry. It made you cry. I was reading it, and I was like, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I could believe it. I know the story. But I mean, I, I wasn't digging ditches. But seeing you know. it seeing it but, written yeah. in the New York City Ballet Program in conversation right, with Justin right. Park, I was like, <laughs> what is incredible. Going on? <laughs> For our listeners who don't know, wait, you've said it on Pam the podcast. Pam can tell the story. I just, I, it was my first job out of college. I had a friend who works in the development department, and she's like, you want to, you know, I needed a job. So a she, state theater. Yeah, state Earth theater. City. Yeah, state Valley. theater. Uh-huh. It was state theater then, like, officially. And I pour, I used to set up the coffee and the cookies for the donors to go to the green room. So, But I got to see the, so I was in, like, a white, you know, white shirt and a black. Bow I don't bow know tie. If, I, think a, I don't know if I wore a bow tie. I think I had to wear a vest. Mm-hmm. Probably. <laughs> so sad. Yeah. <laughs> that would make you want to cry. Well, and then, I definitely cater. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. And so I would watch the shows, but I would have to run out, like in the middle of the ballet, to set to up, get ready, to get yeah. ready for the people. Yeah. You're like, I never saw the end of Stravinsky Violin. I, I, I did. I did. So I actually was. What? No, I mean, I did not. I've done now. But then, right, then for right, years. Right, right. But I saw tons of. I mean, both my job. I mean, I've had that job, my city center job. I used to sit in the theater and watch Taylor and ABT and every, you know, and Ailey, like rehearse, Mark Morris rehearse, all this, you know, like I was sitting there. So great. And I got to see so much stuff. I mean, I got to watch Paul Taylor. He was the only one. They still let smoke in like 2000 right. or whatever. In the That's theater. right. That's it right. Is. At Kennedy Center, there's an ashtray. There's yeah. one ashtray they couldn't, only. They didn't have and the it's heart. To, yeah. That's it. I mean, yeah, but crazy, you know? <laughs> and during that time, you were making your work. Yes. And you were working with David Gordon. Um, David Gordon, as a mentor, started in 2000. What, 2010? 11, I think? Yeah. Or just the other day? Yeah, yeah. That was Not new. Not that long ago. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I, well, Viola, you know, was my mentor, right. and then she passed away, and then I didn't really have, um, like, a mentor. I mean, I guess a mentor, but I, I but, um, I, you know, were, you know, had... Uh, you were already, like, like building work by 2011. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You won a Bessie by 2011. Yes, I did. Yeah, I did. So I lost my train of thought, guys. That's okay. Um, but, you know, David Gordon is new, was, like, newish, and I love him so much. Yeah. He's great. He he's the one that comes to comes to rehearsal, and I'll ask him a question, and he'll be like, "Well, what do you th- <laughs> like? What do you see?" 
you know, like, yeah, I mean, I can tell you, or, you know, like he pushes me in different ways. Our work is so different. It's really interesting to have his, uh, point of view. Did he come to rehearsal for Bartok? No, he doesn't come anymore. Okay. It's hard for him to get around, right, but he yeah. came for a lot. Right. I mean, he saved my ass for spectators. Um, which was the piece I did like right, right before, before I started working yeah. with you. I used like oversized tape on the like spike tape. So all the spike marks were like huge, like quarter. <laughs> and so, but we had the spike mark for quarter. Like um, some people do it like a T and some people do it like this. Like, right. a, like yeah. a square. An L. An L. And we had the L and he was like, he didn't think it worked and we took it off and he was right. You know, like at the, like, so he would come in like in a lot of the theatrical sort of lighting and set stuff. He would like say one little thing that would like save my ass. Right. You were yeah. great in his moment thing. I was good, wasn't I? Yeah. <laughs> I, you were good, I yeah. loved that. Well, doing the, um, the mannequin, his solo and doing Merce's solo in Rebus in LA were like, totally talk about that. Talk about, fun. I haven't talked to you about kind of, oh, that's right. Yeah. We haven't gotten to talk about that. Um, it was amazing. Well, first of all, I, I totally inserted myself in the project. Okay. I called and asked to be in it. Uh-huh. I was like, I was <laughs> talking, I, I was like, no, I was talking Excuse to Rashawn and I was like, why is everyone and their mother in it and not me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and Rashawn was like, Pam, I don't think people think of you as a performer, but I can ask for you. Like, it's right. fine. And I was like, because I had just done the David Gordon. And right. so what happened was, is I had lost a bunch of weight. I'm 49. <laughs> I put myself in four quartets. I'm like, if I'm ever going to dance ever again, right. now right. is the time. Right. And so the David Gordon, I'll just go back to the David Gordon. I was visiting him over the summer and he started telling me that he needed dancers and he had the MoMA thing. And he was telling me the story of his mannequin solo where he had crabs and he was waiting for the, <laughs> the shampoo to work. To work, right. So that's, so basically. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. I didn't know that that's So this is the whole yeah. solo is, right. is your one rotation with wiggly fingers uh-huh. for 10 minutes. And then you end up laying in the, on the floor, which was his bathtub. Right. And this was him trying to be patient. Right. Wait, and I thought that was while waiting for this yeah, crabs. The crabs. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I thought that was genius, obviously. Uh-huh. And I was crabs. like, I want to do that solo. Yeah. So I did that. And then that's what got me all hopped up to, to be in the cutting, cutting him. thing. So, and then I was, and then I had, I think I had coffee with Dylan the next day and he was like, well, I'm in charge of LA. And I'm like, Oh, that's perfect. Cause then right. I won't be in New York and right. less pressure and, Right. Find out, and apparent, and then like three, and I even said like I'll pay for my own flight. I'll, I just want to be a part of it because I feel like it's research right. for me. Being in David's piece, I, you know, as a choreographer, yeah. you, you're not in anybody else's rehearsals. Right. I'm curious about how other people make stuff. Yeah, I think you know, so I got to see him put together his show, and so that's useful for me. It's yeah. interesting to me, and I thought this also is a different kind of research. So. Um, they asked, and it turned out that three people like canceled. So they ended up being able to pay for me too, and they loved having me. And it was nice because you know I have a nice connection with the you know Cunningham Trust, and um, they and they were having like older people too. There was like more older people in LA mm-hmm. than in New York, so they had. Um, that was weird. They wanted. Okay, go ahead. They had like more people in their forties and fifties. So like, um, who is there? Danny McCusker. Danny, and he's like in his Roz 70s. Warby. Roz was there. She was great. Polly Motley. Polly Motley was amazing. 
Um, oh, yeah, because you did all the costumes. Oh, yeah, I know all the people. And what's the other one? Tamsin. Tamsin. Tamsin Carlson. was great. So I got to, like, meet, you know, and I wasn't the only 49-year-old. And, in fact, there were older people than me. So yeah. that was fun. We were missing your demographic completely in New York. Because we I had, heard that. We had, like... Four or five people around my age. Yes. We were, and they wanted, like, they wanted me to be older than I was. Mm-hmm. In rehearsal one day, Trish was like, You're too good. How old are you? And I was like, It was too good. No. <laughs> but she wanted me to be older. So she was like, right. I was like, I'm 38. And she was like, Oh. <laughs> because they were, you know, they were really missing, right. like, uh, anyone they were between, missing me between Kyle and Keith. Right, right. Mm-hmm. They needed, they needed me and Roz and Tamsin. Yeah, uh, we you know, like that, that sort of vibe. Yeah. To like, because that, that what what that does is blend everyone together. Right. So it's not so like. And New York was boom. like young people, and then Keith and Vicky. Right, which, which is great that they needed. Yeah, they needed more people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but they're, they're stars. I'm so just going to okay. say I was the 50 year old in the show. Yeah. <laughs> Who was amazing, oh and then how was doing the performance? I was nervous. I was you really. Were. I had only yeah. I only had three solos. We never had to talk about. You know how I felt like it ended. The way it ended with you out there and, you know, people, mm-hmm. you, you lead. The, I'm leading everyone as it goes through. Mm-hmm. And then as you looked around, I, as it ended, I turned to Jeremy and said, it's really ending with, it's my time now. You're <laughs> yeah. not the only one that said that. Really? Someone else said that to me too. Which I love. Actually, Laurel. Laurel. Do you know Laurel yeah, from, from Trisha Brown? Brown. I love Laurel. She's, Do you remember it? I, Sarah Lawrence. She went to Sarah Lawrence. I know, with yeah. my friend Courtney Krantz. Oh, who we Courtney. went to high school with. Courtney makes Do work I in know Cor- Courtney? She makes work here. Yeah. We're I listening think. to Jacques. By the way, you hear that squeaky toy you're hearing is Jacques. Jacques. Jacques playing with his squeaky toy. It's yes. not, it's not, um, he wants to be on the pod. A, a he is on the pod. So, Laura, do you remember <laughs> when they did 4MG at, uh, what was that. then DTW? I love that piece. And Laurel comes out. She was out great. Of, you know, out of nowhere. And I I was... She's amazing. She was an undergrad when I was a graduate student at Sarah Lawrence. She's beautiful. I, what did she coming. say to you in LA? She says, oh. what, similar to what, what Jack said. said, she was like, I love when you walk out. It's like, it's you're time. the choreographer now or something like that. Yeah. It was very... I was like, I didn't even realize it. Well, it and ends I went, with you looking around while everyone else is going into a unison yeah. movement that you've given them. Right. And, you know, and you're no longer that. doing yeah. the movement. I'm and instead, you are <laughs> I'm so dumb. You didn't think that? You didn't? You didn't? No. I was just like so into like Andrea and Dylan would be like, just do it. Just be really weird. Just do it so weird. Like the shoulder rolls. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They knew what they... They mapped out my part. They knew what I was doing. So well, but they, even some of that shoulder—I mean, but that part reminded me of um, in four quartets when it goes into the unison mm. section in the circle. Maybe, right? Like yeah. That, like that. Yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. I my my sure. like cataloged back. Yeah, I should know that. that as the understudy. Oh yeah, Reed. Is, <laughs> we should tell the listeners out there that Reed is the understudy. I mean, so anyhow, and as people Do you know, know, my I mean, part because my back hurts. Shut up. Maybe yeah. people don't know, but uh, I, 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 maybe a few people who are listening to this podcast don't know. After four quartets, things really sped up. Yes, I feel like yes, and yes. Um, and four quartets is now having a pretty sizable or really fierce. Tour, yeah. sure, uh, you're fierce. going to <laughs> big fierce tour. It's going to a big fierce tour, honey. We're <laughs> going to We're... going to Barbican. Yes, 
The Barbican Center. Yeah. Barbican. <laughs> oh, Barbican. Going to Barbican. Barbican. Going to Barbican. Barbican. Is that the Barbican at the Jacob Javits? That's the Javits Center. You can catch four quartets at the Jacob Javits Center during the Barbican yeah. Hotel. We're dressing you all in iridescent pink it's polyester so for the for Barbican. Oh so god, it's so good. Everything's going to have like a perfect plastic off-gassing smell that they're putting in. And um Pam will be driving up in um up the Barbie mobile. <laughs> You could, oh, could also I like love. that and dial the hair back in. Oh, I think that came longer. later. Like, oh. Yeah, that was older. Oh. I think my version didn't have growing hair, but I no. remember that my sisters oh. had that one probably. Oh, my God. And then no. it had like a little tray in front where you could of like course. put the eyeshadow you know, your thing. Yes. Oh, my God. Obsessed. Do you think they'll have that at Barbican? <laughs> I think they will. They're gonna, it's going to be you and Maggie. It's like oh, your house they'll, they'll have it at the Barbican. So at the Barbican. So good. Issues. That's one of my training as an octrost. Uh, <laughs> it's just some really open vowels. Oh my god! Wait. All of a sudden. You, what about um, Gideon meeting Isabel Hubert? Hubert. Oh, but Did you, were you upset about? Were you mad? I don't even met her. I mean, remember you took that half hour oh, walk with right. her the year before, and you know, because Gideon like went out to uh, dinner with her. Or but met he her? also went out and had dinner with her. I mean, yes, but uh, great. Great. Okay. That's so I was great. like, don't tell Jack. <laughs> oh no, absolutely. Well well, I mean, but he knows. I, I was I was like, look, when it comes time for my dance commission with an actor reading, I get That's it, right. Yeah. Sign me so, up. So, you know, whatever. But we that love that Kathleen. Absolutely we love Kathleen. No, she's we love amazing. Kathleen. So you're she's going to Barbican like, and then you're going to LA? No. Oh yeah, LA and UCLA February. Right. Twenty twenty. And that's all we have booked, I think, for now. There'll be more. Oh, we're doing Goldberg. Oh, yeah, I can't say that. Got You're it. doing Goldberg okay. where? We're doing Goldberg, but I can say Goldberg, December 2019 at the Joyce. The, I think that's going to be. At the, the Joyce. Joyce? Yes. Look at that. I know. That was genius. Because I thought it was going, I thought someone else in the Is Maggie going to be in it? it? I hope so. I pray so. I pray so. I, I pray. Maggie was at the show last. By the way, she I wrote said me to, the loveliest email. She said she was crying. I was going to say so. I She's the best so I saw Maggie at, in <laughs> the lobby. She's the best person. She's the best person. And I, <laughs> Maggie Cloud. You heard it here first. Maggie Cloud is the best person, and she you can get acupuncture. On. We really we should. should. Are you going to have her have her on? Sure. Yes. Well, right. I mean, there's people we really we need, need to have, to have Lindsay have Burr on. and Maggie on. So yeah. Oh, genius. Yeah. And Lindsay Clark. So important. Yeah. Have, um, she you should have the two Lindsay's on and just call it the Lindsay show. Oh, Lindsay Jones and Lindsay Clark. Yeah. I mean, wow. Is that weird? No, no they don't know each other. But that could be cute. It could. Maybe it could they should just cute. interview each other. It can be like iconoclasts <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when I saw Maggie in the lobby, I was, I said, I cried. I said, I did too. Okay. It was really 
Just so, okay, so then, and then that's happening. What else is coming up? Um, that you Taylor. can talk about. Okay, yeah, there's two things I can't say, but there's yeah, things you ta- can't say. Taylor. Right. River to River. And River to River. And, and River Reed River. is in that and making the costumes. Is in River to River. And making the Taylor costumes. And making the Taylor costumes. Right. And, oh, and Kennedy Center, May 31st. Yeah, Reed and Harry would have a busy Pam Taylor What's summer. the Kennedy Center? It's Ballet Across America Festival. But what and piece are you doing? Or a new it's one? It's a new piece, and it's um, it's actually, I'll tell you in a second, but it's a, it's a week split of Miami City Ballet and Dance Theater Harlem. And so one of the shows in the middle of the week is one piece from each, and then a piece by me with two dancers from each company. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So, we saw pictures of the costumes in Miami that look amazing. Oh, can you show me? Yeah, I'll show you. Okay, amazing. I was really like, we did it. This is the first time that I've ever done any, any anything like this, which is in the fall when I actually had time, when I had more time, I was very, the logistics of this is very complicated and yes. I'm not going to get into it because it's very boring, but <laughs> it's not boring actually. I think, I think going from, I think something too, that when you work and work and work and work and, uh, and you were, it can feel at times as an artist, this almost it feels like Sisyphus that we're pushing this rock up and where is it getting to and where is it getting to and where is it getting to? And then for you, there was this moment, I mean, this thing that happened where it was, it was certainly getting closer and I really felt like Goldberg was a, was a real set me up for stamp. And then, and then this, a Reed's showing the costumes. Oh my God. Gorgina's look. Oh yes, I saw that already. Okay. Yeah, really good. Yeah, Rita Should Jenner you put that on the, so you, you good. You can't release them yet. Can't release no. that yet. Ladies and gentlemen, you'll just have to wait. And then and then the rock is up and now it's rolling. Yeah. So as that happened and as these commissions started to come through, and as you looked at your calendar, yes. so much of it is actually. Do you want to see what my calendar looks like? Absolutely. It's like when, <laughs> I hope it's like when Sylvie Guillaume opens her calendar it. in that um have you ever seen you've seen that Sylvie Guillaume documentary, right? No. Should I see oh, Pam. it's like the one. Yes, it's uh, a. But also, look at how fun this calendar it's is. Miffy. It has bunnies. This calendar is really fun. Like I love. What <laughs> sign are you? Capricorn. So you cross off each day as it happens. Uh, yeah, because I yeah, <laughs> counting I down have. your life. <laughs> I have to prison, um, and it's a real. But yes. I also like hair. Yeah, um, and also it, Waxing. Does, does it have your? <laughs> that was so sweet, by the way, that you were that you took time to talk to me about my work question right away in your day. Oh, I of so appreciated that. But as we got, can I say what you said as we were getting off the phone? When you were sure. like, we were getting off the phone. She's like, well, first I texted like, hey, can we talk? She said, I'm about to head into Pilates. I can call you right after. And I was like, okay, great. And then we got on the phone. We got through everything, and then she goes. All right, I'm getting my eyebrows waxed. I gotta go. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I, and I, I and then so you had a really then, serious conversation. I, we had a really serious work. work conversation, and then, and then, and then immediately following that, though, wrote back me, te- wrote me a text, being like, "I'm so excited for you," and it was just. And it meant it was so. <laughs> she's like, and for me, and for me, that was perfect. And Thanks. actually, I think it was it what it was like. It was the day before your. Yeah, it was the day before. It was the day before the gala that you took time to speak with me. I mean, it was it was so. It's also it's that thing too. I think, and it's really it's and why I wanted you to be our hundredth guest. It's re- to find someone who's intelligent and kind, hard. 
hard to find pain. And you've Thanks. really got, you've really got those. And that's what's so exciting to have, to, to have you being honored and to have people being exposed to your work. And it's going to be an educational journey for people too, because there's, I think, and a for lot. Me. Too. I'm yes. learning. I'm yes. still learning. I'm still like, I have the, the piece up. Well, may we always be learning. learning. Yep. May we yep. always yes. be learning. So in the schedule, so yes. all, as the rock starts spinning, you were like, I need to just start having my own rehearsals. Am I right? Where you, did you started building stuff probably with yes. like Melissa and right, like, exactly. just, like, I need <laughs> well, to I made the quartet. The studio. I actually made this quartet and I'm making for them. Um, um, it's to this Caroline. For this piece for the Kennedy yes, Center. Yes, it's Caroline Shaw. This piano music that I've actually been carrying around in my head for five years is called Gustave Le Gray. It's gorgeous. And what is what I love about this piece of music is that embedded inside of it is Chopin waltzes. <sighs> so it's totally up my alley. You know, it's like yeah. inside yeah. and it's gorgeous. And so I made a version of a quartet for Jason, Victor, Zachary Gond- new uh, Zachary Gonder, and Christine Flores. So that's one version. And then I started using the material um, for this, but it's changed a little bit. Right. So, and what was so interesting was I let the music play for the first time at Miami City Ballet. So DTH was like in Miami. So we were able to like, we like, when they're touring, we're able to like bring them all together. And then Miami City Ballet came up to DTH for a couple days. But I put on this music and it was Renan and Simone at the time and their partners in what's what's Jerry Robbins other dances other dances to Chopin Hmm. so the music came on and they got so freaked out they started doing other their other their their duet and I was like wait what's their dances right and I was like (laughs) wait what is that and then so then I they showed me the Jerry and I like used four or five steps from Jerry and I like Repeated it and switch it. So like now there's another version of Gustave Le Gray. So I actually mm-hmm. feel like this piece, I haven't done it in New York, but I almost feel like the one for Kennedy Center is, um, I haven't talked to Caroline about this yet, but, um, and she found, I wanted her to play, but she found a, a, a pianist who's amazing, grad student at Juilliard. And um, so version one is going to be Kenny center. But if I ever do it here, it would be like Gustavo Gray number two, Gustavo. Gray. And I, yeah. I almost feel like this piece could be Great. like, I could keep making versions of it, Great. which also like, I've been lately thinking about my repertory and how to deal with that. And like Cunningham events and being a part of the Cunningham, mm. um, shows, I feel like I want to figure out a way and I haven't quite figured it out. And I did this when I did a show in Cleveland, <clears throat> I started experimenting with putting all my dances together in an, an event style way, right. but have it also be different than that. And what is that? And how to archive and have a repertory that is evolving and like living somehow alongside new pieces, which means it's just a lot of more work to yeah. do, but I think it's interesting. No, so all of us have access to those solos for a little while. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I actually talked to them. I'm, I'm wondering if I could embed them in a, one of my pieces. I don't know if they'll let me. I have to What's ask the them. music for River to River? It's Ted Hearn. He's making a new piece. Oh, I was like, I couldn't even remember if we'd heard music in rehearsal. No, it's in silence. So like, I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking I'd have like no. Lindsay come and do some of her solos, but I don't know if they'll let me. I have to figure that out. Well, um, but I there think is a connection in there. There is, and there's something interesting. In, I mean, a bit off of the Cunningham solos in terms of what I just heard you you talk about in terms of where and how 
can your own material come back in different pieces or, I mean, I, we, we think about this in terms of uh, a musician who goes on tour and then they play those songs that we all know from that album and how, how do those in Mama May? I that's it's the mm-hmm. solo where these other things from all of the pieces start to come into right. the solo, and I think there's something really exciting when I think of your work and where and how these elements can come back and through. And mm-hmm. partly it's because I feel so much of your work is about haunting mm-hmm. or being haunted by these certain forms, and so yeah. how can they also haunt? Yeah, new material yeah. or yep. or these these other places. That's exciting, Pam. How are you feeling? I'm okay. I mean, I don't yeah. I don't really do that much. I mean, I just do everything I'm supposed to do. Right. That's what I feel like. Does that <laughs> yeah. make sense? Yeah, that's all you like have I time try, for. Yeah, I don't. Well, you have time to you know do beauty stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, but you, I, you can't to. just wake up looking like this. I mean, it's like a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> and you are an, you have an avid physical practice, which is I exciting. Do. Yeah. Which I'd like to learn how to do. It's well, you really, gotta get a gym. That's literally. I mean, that's literally. Right. I, 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 I came to when I came over. I was like, oh, you, so you just go there, two doors down. Well, that's the whole no thing. Fitness. If it, it's like literally having a gym in my like in my building. How much does it cost? Ten dollars a month. Yeah. Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness. Don't you know about it? Because you don't, there's no towels, there's no showers there. I go there, right. You just, uh, yeah, it's like, and sometimes it's slightly questionable, but it's mostly fine, and you just go there. Um, I don't, I wear my clothes there, and I leave, and I don't take a shower. What do you do there? I just go, and oh, what do I do? Like, Stair stepper? What do you do? No, no, I run three miles a day. On a treadmill? On a treadmill, yeah. What do you listen to? Music? Yeah. Right now, I'm listening to Lizzo. Her new album. I don't know anything Do about it. it. I don't know. Oh my god, you guys! Is she Lizzo. pop singer? Yeah. Here, I'm gonna play you something. Lizzo. <laughs> you don't know Lizzo. 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 Now I'm oh excited. My god, you guys. I didn't realize Pam Tanowitz had her finger on the pulse of contemporary yeah, pop culture. I thought you were gonna say like, oh, I'm listening to like. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I thought it was gonna be like like I'm Morton Feldman or something. No, no, no. And no. Myth. Yeah. No, I actually can't. I need something to like really. You know what? Like I'm listening to the latest Elliot Carter. Like, no, <laughs> how could you run to that for the longest time? For not for the longest time, for but for a while, I uh, was listening to uh, Phillips Glass's Mishima for running. Oh. For running, really? Yeah, because it would make me. It would make me like keep to the pace of the fastest uh, beat. Make you feel like it. you were running away from something. Oh, See, I need. Some, something. I need something to, like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Run, 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 run. run, run, run. Oh, I like her. Yeah, I know you love her. Lizzo. <laughs> this is called Juice. Yeah, well, wait till the chorus and I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> You're cool. There's another style, but yeah. <laughs> I love the idea of on the way to the gala, you putting your earbuds in and getting in a car to go to the gala and listening to this. Listen to this part. Listen to this part of Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he's the best. What's her name? Lizzo. Lizzo. Lizzo, please don't sue us for playing almost your whole song on our podcast. No, she'll be so happy. You should follow her on Instagram. Maybe she'll be a guest. Pam, you're like a teenager. That's, <laughs> I mean, something I do, something that you have to have in order to survive in this is, is some real tenacity and a kind of youthful, Yeah, I don't know, I mean, something that I remember loving right away when I met you mm-hmm. was a feeling of kindred punkness that I, oh. I like. I liked that. I mean, wow. like, yeah, I was like, oh, we definitely could have both painted our fingernails black and smoked cigarettes still now on the wind. You know, like, <laughs> it's really... Love it. It's like, also, we've definitely both rolled our eyes at the same things and, like, sneered our lips, being like, oh, so dumb. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I really... But I uh, also am older, so I'm older than you, so I'm, not like... Mm, I was also, like, a valley girl... You know, like in the eighties, I, I could not, show you. I was really not. That. I could show you pictures of me. I had bleach blonde hair. I actually look older then than I do now, and right. like a band a bandana around my head, and fake Porsche sunglasses, and pink lipstick. It's tragic. Yeah, it is. Wow. I'm gonna show you. you wow. Can't put it on. I was full. That was not me. It was. It's always been like black clothes. Yeah, and then that was like, me first, and then I transformed. I was been always been exactly the same. Yeah. I could totally see that. <laughs> <laughs> but in that way, I guess, I feel I've always been the same. No, you were different. I was. Well, you remember you when I, when you remember history. when you were with MR and you were oh, yeah. crop tops and long hair? Ooh. Yeah, that's true. I used to have like Mark, Mark Morris long hair. Wow. And wear crop tops and like the highest shorts you can possibly imagine Amazing. with like knee socks. And like, what are those boots called? Oh uh, Doc Martens. Doc Martens. Oh my gosh. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Classic. I those mean, are classic though. It was a real, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I used to, I did for, I, for a span of like eight years, I had colored my wardrobe. I've always been t-shirt, trouser, sneaker. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. But you looked cute the other night. You had a balancing, like, I did, tie. I did a bow. That was cute. Yeah, I had never seen that on you. Ribbon. I never saw that on you I don't before. wear ties, so I'll bring out a ribbon, or I'll just wear a sack. Pam, are you looking forward to traveling? Um, yes and no. I mean, I'm not, I, I like New York. Same. I like What are being, we going to do in London? Rehearse and oh, you're gonna relearn your part. I have to learn my part because I haven't showed up to any rehearsals. You really haven't. <laughs> I have to go back because I, yeah. Do you know what I've been doing in your rehearsals? Yeah. I wait. Who's leading your rehearsals? Melissa, Melissa Jason, work. and Melissa. Yeah, Dylan. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ever they work so well. They're, They're incredible. So, You've chosen quite. I have a group. such good. Dan- I, mean, I mean, you must have been so proud that your company was the most robustly represented in the Cunningham show. I never yeah. thought about it that way, but Team yeah. absolutely. Team Lavender. Team Lavender. Even, and, and um, with you and Sarah Murray. Yeah. and Honorary. I love yeah. that. Lindsay, Jason, Maggie, Victor, you. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. You have a great group. I do. But and I they're all good. They're all nice and like, yeah. well, maybe not nice, but they're all good yeah. people. Yeah, they're nice. They are. We care about each other. Yeah. And we were, I, so I look at them, it's <clears> like <throat> there's no, I mean, it's an hour long, hour and some long yeah. of a million steps. So I'm, I look <laughs> at it and I'm like, steps. where do I even begin? And sometimes Zach will be like, you want me to teach you a group section? I'm like, sure. Okay. <laughs> but then like, then I just sit there while they go through it and yeah. I just pick things that I feel like intuiting and I'm like, What's, Good. I try things on. I love that. I love, I know what, Reed? And that I want to see cool. that show. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> like, I want to see. Don't you want to see a yes. solo for Reed that's just, that's called One Quartet? <laughs> <laughs> and, oh my God. I love, I love, it's yes. really, 
That's really, and I'll do the text. Love and it. Instead, I'll just make up what I think, think he's is talking in about. That. Yeah. And Jeremy will make up some kind of synth score, and then and do the backdrops. There you go. Oh my god! And it'll just be good called show. One Quartet. It's a really good show, quite frankly. Oh my god! He's staring I want to see that show. I think. Am maybe, I making? Am I just coming to that show, and you guys are making it, or what? you could probably be in it too because you won't know what you're doing. <laughs> 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 I never know. I never know what I'm that doing. Reading, reading Pam Try Steps On from Pam's own work. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's so too hard incredible. For me. I mean, my dancers are so good. It's like, oh. they are so. I'm stunned watching them in rehearsal. It's yeah. really incredible. Where is it rehearsing? We've been rehearsing like at Mark Just Morris in the big Mark studio. Because they were on tour. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Um, Studio space is like a thing for me now. It used to not be working at at City Center. You know, I was so spoiled. And who's Uh, arranging all of that? Jason does it. Oh, Jason. Thank God. Yeah. I mean, I do some of it, but he does a lot of it. And then, I mean, I was lucky after I left City Center, I had a fellowship there. And then I got the the Cage Cunningham at BAC. At BAC. So... I've been good. It's still hard though to for the scheduling part of it because I'm not the only one using it. Soon there'll be the Pam Tanowitz Center for Dance. Scheduling, you know, I was reading about. It'll be out near JFK. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. That is amazing in a storage locker. It's so good out of Manhattan mini storage. Oh my god, it's so good. Like you show up, you pull a gate up, and like Melissa's in your face. I got one of the big ones. Exactly. Zach's head hit the ceiling. (laughs) No windows, but pretty big. Yeah. Zach has to like remain in like a a plie through the whole thing. And people are like, why is that big tall guy always in plies now in her work? Well, it's her new space. It's the Pam Tanowitz Center for Creative Learning. Um, It's really, uh, it's so, I was, you know, after we, Mickey Rihara was our uh, last guest and she told this amazing story after we had stopped recording mm-hmm. at the last day when they were in the studio um they were doing class and there were did you ever go to the martha graham school of Con- for contemporary dance when it was on 63rd street in the brownstone yeah i did so as did i so you know the ground floor studio that had yeah. those french doors and then the door that would go out i to only went like once or twice i okay. was in my summer isn't home from college so it was a long time ago but yeah that main floor yeah. space they, mm-hmm. mickey was sitting there and uh, there's the two French doors that come in, and one of the doors opened, mm-hmm. and then it closed. Mm-hmm. And it was that was the last day that they were all in there. Oh my God, and, I just got the chills. And it was Martha coming and <laughs> I looking. I literally just and, got the chills. And like, what's going on? Before it was, and so after Mickey left, I I looked to see if I could find photos of when it was demolished, yeah. you know, to be turned into. It was demolished. To be turned into condos, or right. it was turned into you know right. some sort of condo thing. But they ripped up those floorboards right. that I spent, you know, that I did like sixteen bounces on. It's sort of it was so crazy to look at it. But the point of it being, and then I read it. I just was going back and reading about how she got the building again yeah. and all of that and stuff I knew but wanted to think about all of that. I'm thinking, when is that? Like, that can't even happen. No. I actually, um, you know, I made some dances for New York Theater Ballet, and they used right. to be on 30th Street. And um, I, you know, and I love Diana Byer; she's great taste. And but one of the reasons I said yes the first time was that used to be Viola Studio. She oh. had Viola Studio, and there was a picture of a ballet 
famous ballet teacher Margaret Krask. Did you know who she was? I didn't. I, I didn't know, know but but who that picture was also in Viola's office. Oh, so they so it felt like part of and but that studio on thirty it was it's thirtieth and Madison. It was like between Madison and whatever Park Avenue South. Um, they demolished their their walk by now. It's they're putting up condos, but Viola had put. <laughs> And I remember her telling me those stories of her and her company put that floor down wow. in that studio. Wow, wow. Herself. And now it's a Shake Shack. Yeah. I mean, it was really... <laughs> I'm crying and laughing at the same time. I, and now you want a burger. Right. Because it's so because it's I so mean, those intense. chicken sandwiches are really, really good. good. I have... Because it, it's... So, it's yeah. I was reading, but I, I was curious of like what dancers took what on that last day. And there was some of it uh-huh. in this in this thing. Because I, I, have, I, have, I have... The people already just heard this in the last episode. I have a piece of bark from the tree that grew through the fence. And, oh, wow. And the, that Martha How long did about. you study there, Graham? Uh, like almost two years. Wow. See, I, it, yeah, I didn't study like that. I just went to a couple classes. It was there, but then I went to Perry. I did some at Ailey mm-hmm. with Jack Buglisi. Yeah. And then Perry danced with Kenyon Wynn, who was, mm-hmm. he, that was, who, oh, yeah. He, that's who really, that's who helped me the most, right. actually. there was some, He had a way of delivering the material to me that really... Connected. Uh, connected. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Rita, what were you going to say? I don't know. Oh, you were reaching for Pam's head. <gasps> oh, no. Do you want to rub my head? Just... Just... be close to her. <laughs> and so next is Barbican. Oh, wait. So you asked if I don't, I don't love to travel. Though. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a good. Are you laughing that I said Barbican again? It's so crazy. Barbican. <laughs> no, I'd rather go to the Javis Center than Barbican. <laughs> right. So you travel. <laughs> because I'm horrible. No, once I'm there, I'm like, I'm so happy. It's exciting. And Javits everything. Center should have a performance curation series. It's a huge. Excuse me, Jacob Javits, uh, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> it's Mrs. Javits who I think people deal with. But I'm, uh, Jacob Javits, do you have. <laughs> Do you have performance? Uh, Can we do shows at 8 p.m. after the car show? Absolutely. Amazing. I know. You guys should curate. We should. We should. Yeah, Ken, with with really? dance and stuff, should be curating the, the Jacob Javits. Jack and I would actually have to start like expanding our horizons, or the, our curation series would just be like Pam, Beth, Beth Pam. Beth, Jillian Pena, <laughs> Jillian Pena, Abby Zabikowski. Oh, it's supposed to get Aaron Markey. Broad. Okay. Uh, Jack Ferber. Uh, Juliana May. Uh, only May. women. Yeah. yeah, you have. Yeah, you can't have um, all only women. Only okay. women, right? And Jack. Well, yes. Obviously, I feel spectrumy, but you know. Yeah. Well, Jack will just women. MC every show. Yeah, Welcome. Show. Please turn off your cell phone. <laughs> we'll, we'll do. We'll we'll st- we'll start the whole thing with nightlight, bright light. Yeah. That's 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 Perf. where we'll start from. Perf. We'll start with that. Oh. Oh. Um. So yeah, I, I like New York. You know, I like staying in New York. Yeah. 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 And I feel most comfortable in New York. You're like the mole people in the subway. You're like, I stay here. This no, I am, I am deeply right. with you. I need to be able, I like walking out and seeing people immediately. Yeah. And also knowing that in three minutes I could get a kombucha. Yeah. It's, sort of, <laughs> it's, it's about, it's, it's it by walking. Yeah. I need, I need like, to I know need that to time, access. I, I get really freaked out when I can't <laughs> access things. Yeah. You'll have anything you need in London. No, I know. And I'm excited for London. Yeah, the things in London are close like upstate don't they like closes early like upstate right i don't think so oh no it's not like well when you're in la it's hard because everything's a million miles away especially from ucla yeah like, well yeah now that i've been there i know the scene there mm. so I mean, basically because i called my friend from la and i said what's a good restaurant to 
she uh, a restaurant near UCLA, and she's like, Pam, there's no. nobody goes to Westwood. You no. only go to Westwood right. if you go to UCLA. Exactly. Like, she lit, she's like, I haven't been there Westwood in 25 years. Yeah. I was like, all right. You can well, you get to Beverly Hills. <laughs> Really fast from uh, right. from UCLA, and then you can go buy your Prada jacket and have a smoothie at Jamba Juice. <laughs> but I, but I, but I don't need to do that. No, um, I just need to know where to get waxed and a blowout. <laughs> wax and a blowout. <laughs> That's all I care. About. I know the boys in in Casey told me a story about he and other old Juilliard grads were standing outside the hotel, and you came out and you were like, "Oh hey guys, what are you doing?" They're like, "Oh we're gonna go eat get dinner." To, like, eat dinner. You're like, "I'm gonna go get a blowout." Bye. <laughs> Oh, I forgot those guys. Yeah. I was like, oh. That's so I'm good. like, I'm waiting for my lift That's to go get a blowout so, in, in uh, so good. Brentwood. I was getting a blowout in Brentwood. <laughs> I'm going to get a blowout in Brentwood. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> so good. See you in rehearsal. Yeah. Um, Pam, and considering yes. for how long you've, you have worked and worked and worked, and we talked to you, we when that, when we interviewed you before, it was before Four Quartets. Yeah, no, it was, it was around Goldberg. It was around Goldberg. Yeah, it was a while ago. And, yeah. and so in that shift, <clears throat> um, what are some things that you feel you have learned or would like to impart to people who are make, making their work and trying to keep yeah. going and... Uh, trying to be a, a part part of that world and uh, yeah. I think I think it's hard I think it's hard because um, to give sort of like a generalized course, you know comment because everyone is so different and absolutely how they, but I think for me like when I realized that um, my path wasn't gonna be this other thing it was gonna be this sort of longer haul um, once I was sort of okay with that, even though it's hard and it wasn't like I was okay with it and that was it. But just knowing that that was my path, a longer path, it's just about the work. I know it sounds like obvious and maybe boring, but it really feet on the ground and, um, concentrate on the actual work and try to, uh, try to block out the noise, you know? I think that's, important especially now with like instagram and instant gratification it's so hard i mean when i started making work there wasn't all the stuff you could sort of shield yourself you know i mean you just get flyers in the mail about people's shows you wouldn't be inundated with and you could just throw them out if you wanted and not look at them um it was also like uh but but the flip side is there's more opportunities now when i first came to new york it was like three venues dance space DTW and the Joyce and like you had to do it in that order you know like you had to do fresh tracks then this then it was very and no one did any shows past June because everyone went to ADF and that was just it and now it's you know so and then that's old I mean this it's been broken open for a decade and more but but when I first moved to New York it was very linear I don't know mm. if you guys remember that but it, it felt and now there's uh, more opportunities although I feel like there's less the- dance theater I just had this conversation with way. a young with a young maker because they asked me where should we do a show yeah. and it was hard I mean I did my first show it's in the Gia article I did my first show at CBGB's gallery right which was a bar and art gallery next door to CBGB I remember CBGB's and, right, gallery and so they treated me like a band. Right. So I didn't, I just did my work and then I got cut at the door. Right. Do you know what right. I mean? So, yeah. and we danced on wood and that was Splinter, it. And Splinters. But Jack yeah. Anderson was there. My first show. He sat right Who's there. That? Jack Anderson, the critic. Oh, weird. Yeah. Well, that's scary. 
I had a, uh, I got a pretty good review, like just for that. It was interesting. Um, and I had Glenn Rumsey was in it and he was improving in the window in a, one of my Betsy Johnson see-through black dress. I was obsessed Heaven. with this. Yeah. You would love this dress. Heaven. Um, so anyway, but yes, but I, I feel guess in terms of real estate, it, it does feel that way. I mean, yeah. I was just reflecting back on when I did the, all these pieces that, uh, what's now performance based New York when I, I did four pieces at PS 122 yeah. in, in the span of uh, a year. Mm-hmm. But it was also just, but it wasn't just PS 22. It was, it's sort of almost what that represented. There were right. all these little spaces yeah. it, that were more... available that had these histories that started to just real estate pushed it out. Yeah. But there's more room to be imaginative, but that takes money. You know, I feel like there's more room to be imaginative in how you put your work out now. Mm-hmm. And people are smart and they think of, you know, and I think that's really good. I think it's just, um, yeah, feet on the ground. That's why I feel like, you know, my teaching at Rutgers, um, the show that I put together in Cleveland, like really small, like I sort of off the radar. I'm doing something at Case Western. I'm going to go teach their students for a week and make something. Those things are, to me, are just as important yeah. as making a piece for Graham and Taylor. And like I, you know, pe- lot, a lot of people have helped me in my career. And now I want to be able to try to do that. Yeah. And for other people. Well, you've been very generous yep. and also very uh, informed because you love dance and see dance and yeah. study dance and know dance. And I think in this time where dance is, it's really important for dance makers to do that because it's like good luck inventing movement. Yeah. And good luck doing it in a vacuum. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Like you have yeah, to know yeah. what happened right. in the past. You have to yeah. know what's happening now. You have to contextualize because... If you're just going to make up moves, nobody cares. No. Nobody needs that anymore. Mm-hmm. All the, the moves have been made. Absolutely. Even Balanchine said it. What he's a famous quote. Yeah. It's all the same steps. It's different combinations. Twyla right. said similar right. thing. I mean, everyone says, you well, know, and, and it's thing, true. Too, is there's 31 plots or that. Uh, I remember getting that in theater history. Right. So no, it's right. Plots, it's how you work it. it. And, and it's choreographers who understand the move, what the context and the history of the moves that they're presenting is mm-hmm. who are making thoughtful work. And when choreographers are just putting moves together, not really understanding, it's really sometimes can accidentally be, be good. But I mean, but most on. likely not. Like, for example, like, you know, just sort of going back to that duet with Gretchen and Devin, like that was a conscious thing where I knew they weren't going to touch. And there was many reasons why I wanted to treat that sort of more traditional female, male, female duet you know I've, I've been obsessed with it my whole career and I still will be going forward but there are people that make duets already like that that are beautiful I don't have anything to add to that mm-hmm. like like so it's uh, so at the same time I'm and then I'm also saying so I don't need to add to that there's enough of those some people do it well some do people don't but I don't need like that. I don't need to have that conversation. I can now have a different one. I think it is you what, know? what you subtract right. from traditional dance. That's very important. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Because I didn't have any. I think I had one or one. I had two lifts in Bartok Ballet. Canard lifts Miriam a little. Mm-hmm. I think. And then behind the scrim, I had a shoulder set. A shoulder, because I just had, I couldn't help myself. But it was behind. Indiana got lifted in a tableau. Right, right. Right, So like three lifts, which is not a lot. 
no. for a 30 minute ballet. And the four temperaments lift. Right. Well, that's not even a lift. Oh, yeah, it is. So four okay. lifts. Four oh, lifts. Okay, let's keep adding them. Okay, so, okay, but then you know, right, so it's not one kind of a lift, quite frankly. <laughs> right. I don't know, Pam. I mean, okay, at the end of the day, I guess it's kind of like, it's maybe like 12 oh, you lifts. Know I guess. What I'm <laughs> let's just go to BarbieCon. It's really. <laughs> but I think it is that subtraction thing I that like, is yes. about the objective response to this thing yes. that you at once love and feel outside of and also feel viscerally a part of and that's what makes it accessible beyond just the dance audience I really want that that their relationship too and Mm -hmm. when we're able to foster uh, a relationship to the body beyond uh, a kind of circus I mean I love circus so that's not the right word a kind of um (laughs) And these elements of circus that right. I love and that I actually think are really profound. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, just about a show, a, a kind of mindless labor, I guess, mm-hmm. is where I could sort of think of it in terms of um, this is just for pure entertainment. Or Because I, I was thinking when I watched your piece that I've, uh, I was thinking of Forsyth right. and, the, and where he inhabited while indicting this complicated mm-hmm. form earlier on and yeah. especially in terms of uh, partnerships and, but um, in terms of where this has come from uh, of its objectification and use of people viewing these people just through mm-hmm. entertainment mm-hmm. and how he skewed that mm-hmm. perverted it, subverted it. And yeah. that's what made it, it turned in its head and gave this other dialogue with it, which is really in there. Yeah. Although I, I think I said this to you before, I think, Yes, I agree with everything you just said about Foresight, but I feel like his pieces are more, like, darker than mine. Like, to have a dark, more darkness. But I, I don't know if that's true. Well, I would say Bartok's real is pretty it's dark. dark. Yeah, so maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I mean, out of out of your pieces that I've seen, yes. it's your darkest. Huh, interesting. And out of the ones I've seen, which yeah. is the one at the Joyce... Uh-huh. Before the red. Right. After the red. Uh-huh. After the... No, he saw the glittering. Right. Uh, the the story progresses as if it's in a dream. Yes. That one. He'll never, ever. <laughs> and then, I can barely say it. Uh, uh, Goldberg. Goldberg for, for quartets. quartets. Mm-hmm. That's a good sampling. Are, these are yeah. the, the main ones. Yeah. And then... Oh, and I've seen other smaller pieces somehow. Mm-hmm. But I know... You saw I know. Reed Show. We were on Reed Show together. That, but oh, I've also fun. seen something else. Did you have something at City Center? Yeah, Fall like, for Death. Yeah. That was Goldberg, though. You no, you had that. the Guggenheim show. Oh, and then there was the Did Guggenheim show, that? the black and white with silver, right? Silver and white. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, this is okay. the darkest. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Jack's decided. Okay. I've decided out of those, out of the ones yeah. I've seen. So, yeah. But also, I feel the material itself is a, it's a darker, it's a, it's a darker plunge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe so. I don't want to talk about the piece anymore. <laughs> okay. Pam and I, I will reach my Pam, limit. Yeah, Pam and I, Pam and I, Pam and I will forever. <laughs> It'll be ten <laughs> years. No, keep ten years later. Not today. No, ten years. It's fine. Ten years yeah. later, we'll be having an espresso and a cigarette, and I'm going to be like Pam. Remember that bar talk? Yeah. <laughs> this is my Jasper Johns that I got. Wow. Have. This is the only like. This is like the nicest thing. When you're down and out, you can sell that. This is I got at the. Gala for the Foundation for... Contemporary Arts. Yeah. They gave these out. Whoa. Everyone got one at the table, and we each got a number. 
30 out of 40, yeah. limited edition. That's my Wait, you thing. got it. You didn't even have to pay for it. No. Mm-mm. Oh, that's nice. Them. I wish when I was at the FCA, they would have given me art as well. I love it. It was a big thing. It was like a big, it was like their anniversary or something. I don't know. That's so good. Yeah. Um, Pam, we loves you so much. We're so I excited you I can't for think you. of a better guest for our 100th episode. I'm honored, really. you actually. Are, what a, were you, but what were you going to do today? Because you only called me today. We were, we were going <laughs> to... I know, that's a good point. We so were, do you really we, love me that much? Well, we were going to talk. We were going to go back through... Uh, like just oh, each the, other? We were going to go through the memory East War and do a memory lane. And then... I see. And that would have maybe bored people. And then after... I don't think you guys are bored. After, that's the last thing I would say about you guys. I saw that piece <laughs> last I night. I just... That's, I mean, because you got my text last night. I, I literally was... I was texting you last night. I saw... I was... Last night, I said, what are you doing tomorrow at 3 p.m.? Pam, what are you doing? What, what, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, and what then, else do you want to do? I don't want to go out to lunch. And then... <laughs> yeah, they were just going to, like, chat and chew. And then... <laughs> um, and then I And then I made it clear. I was like, look. He called me at like nine o'clock this morning. I was wow. laying in bed. Yeah. I, I was asleep. I did. I'm a real Martha Graham that way. She would That's good. she'd make some phone calls in the morning. I like that. Late, late, late at night. Jack loves phone. I love the phone. I I love the phone more than texting. I it's feel sort texting of like is vintage call, actually calling people. It's old school. I feel texting's breaking us apart. I feel we're already in a, <laughs> I, I feel it is. I feel we're in a, I do. I think we're in a communication <laughs> breakdown. Yeah. I think the back channels of Instagram and other social media formats (laughs) are breaking down communication formats and I think people are having a harder time talking and so I want to keep talking do you think I have a hard time talking I talk a lot I don't Pam is incredible at talking and texting she loves emojis yeah I do I love I mean I'm not I do like texting too but I love talking on the phone I don't like texting and I'm not that keen on talking it's true it's true you just don't want to talk have content I have to find the video I don't know if I still have it but years ago I filmed Reed at walking, he was. He did like some moves while we were rehearsing. And upstairs, Abrams we rehearsed for you know twenty years. And he said, um, "I hate texts and I hate emails and I hate talking on the phone." And it you was just want to really, be with people or just nothing. No, I like this. I yeah, like, yeah, this is nice. Good. We, we likes to be with people for or sure. just by yourself. But no. but also by, by self is okay. Yeah. perhaps not a huge group. Right. Don't like, like one or you two like people. being with people. You, you actually really love yeah. being with people. No, you do. And that's why you mm-hmm. love rehearsal. I feel like love. you... This is how he grew up, That's why you're though. a dancer. I but love But he grew up rehearsal. this way. Like, grew up in boy choir school and interlocking. It's all people just hanging out all the time. You I that. need, like, work to be that. Like, that's why when I'm in a theater, like, state theater or... Opera you like house, it. Obsessed. Yeah. People are all busy doing things, but you can talk to them. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, the orchestra's rehearsing, the dancers are on stage. We're working... We're working on the light. I right. love it. Yeah, I no. love it. That's all. That's what I've always wanted. But that's what you. I think you even said to me once. That's why I'm a dancer. I love going to rehearsal and rehearsing it's and true. talking to people. And I thought I was just going to drop it, but I can't. You love it. I do. You're so cute. Like well, I'm so happy you're in my new piece too. Thank you. I'm. I'm thrilled. I can't wait. I can't wait to see. Like I don't know what I'm doing. Really. You do. You made a lot okay. of stuff. I know, but I don't know how it goes together. And everyone's into it. People are into it. Yeah. I'm so excited. Okay. It's a fun group. Yeah, it's a good group. River to River. When is it? June 18, 19. June 18 and 19, ladies and gentlemen, another. It's free. Yeah, Rockefeller Plaza. No. Is that yeah. what it's called? Yes. Yeah. Rockefeller It's a park? park on the west side way down. Am I saying it the It's wrong where way? we saw the Cunningham's dead yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> 
eyes. Sometimes you, it's like only you can get Reed's, away with that. Well, Reed's brutalism is pure. It's not. But only, but only he can get away with it's that. It's true. Like some I people don't agree. agree. Some so, people don't I know, but, agree. That's true. That's true. But you're yeah. getting away with it. Uh, sure. I think yeah. it's like I, it's just. You know, it's true. It's true. You would. Yeah. They did a show at the park right away, and we all cried. Yeah. We did. We and all. And it was great. Cried. They did it. It was wonderful. Jacques, this. I wish he could talk on the pod. But that's where Pam's show is. Okay. Yeah, it'll be fun. Great platforms. Um, I have five small platforms covered in astroturf. Yeah. Word. Word. Socks then? Shoes? Uh, talk to Reed. I mean, astroturf and bare feet. Yes. Oh, no, it's not bare. No, no bare feet. Okay, sneakers. Great. We're okay. doing a sneaker Good. point shoe. I found oh, okay. out today. I saw and today. And if you want to know what that means, ask this guy. Uh, if you want to find out today. a sneaker point shoe, you can find out June 18 and 19 at Pam's River to River. Done by Reed and Harriet. Reed and Harriet. Desi- designed by Reed and Harriet. I found something good today oh, in terms of footwear that I wanted to show you. This podcast is really like people looking at their phones and <laughs> running around a house finding stuff. Oh, is that it? They're like little socks. But they're going to be green? Painted. No, pink. Like oh, pink. Point right. shoes. Point shoes, right. But they're basically socks with little, little thin soles, so we can point to our. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, we should, you know, we should wrap this up for people. Too long. No one's gonna listen to this. Somebody is, but they're actually now they're vacuuming. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, I needed. I wanted to vacuum before you guys came. I know. I got here. I was like, I was like, I need to vacuum. And I know that that's often the thing I do before someone comes. Yeah, because you want to be fresh. As if they're gonna be upset by dust bunnies. I know. Also, I can't. This is great. But I like it to be fresh. I don't feel confident. It all looks. It all looks clean. It all looks clean. You should feel confident. Thank you. It looks great. It looks fantastic. You look great. Your skin looks great. Your eyebrows look tremendous. Oh my god. You're you're our working girl, Pam. Um, you're a working girl. Jack's been saying that for weeks. I'm so Pam's so not about Pam's our working girl. I'll have to, I'll show it to yeah, you. It's really good. Am I? What's? Am I? Uh, let the rhythm. <laughs> yeah. Did you see it? Did you see it? Have you been watching our show? Ladies and other, no. please watch and subscribe to the Dance and Stuff oh show. Pam, you just start watching okay, it why, on YouTube. Carly, are you doing well, Carly I talk Simon? about you on it, and and our most recent one, I'm talking about how oh, Reed and Harriet this. have a gala coming up, and I say um, with Pam Tanowitz. It's something like, Pam, I finally got in, Tanowitz. And Justin, I made another one pack. Yeah. He literally sings that song. I and then, love it. And then I That's call you our working girl. Cry my eyes out. You are. Because you're our working girl. Because I'm coming from Staten Island yes. over to the big city. You're our Melanie Griffith and being I like, I'm like going to do it. I'm gonna do it. I'll, <laughs> I'll be here. I'm, I'm gonna. Pam, get we in. don't even have to congratulate you anymore because no. all of the dreams have, are coming true, and all it's the true. things we've wanted for you are happening. And now, nice. now we get to be mean to you, and actually, yeah. now we get to talk trash about you and be trash like, I can't up. believe she gets everything. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Take it, do it. Yeah. Well, when you get your do MacArthur, oh, I no. want fifteen thousand dollars. You want a percentage? <laughs> well, when you get your MacArthur, I'll be like, can you donate to a dance and stuff? Because we are doing this for free and are in the hole. Oh. I mean, tell you what in the hole you are no we're not we're not are you doing a fundraiser no we should maybe people buy our bags buy our puzzles and donate (gasps) well buy a bag i have something to say do you have a bag i can buy for our 100th episode someone sent us a card (gasps) read it and money 
Wow. Um, instead of, be, uh, because you can become a patron, patron on the Patreon. You can become a patron. How do you through become a patron? Internet. You go through the Patreon. <laughs> at, at Patreon. <laughs> you have to go to the barber. Bar- go to, go to, go to the go Patreon <laughs> and, uh, and you can donate through there. Um, and, uh, she, she donated with a check and wrote, dear Jack, Jeremy and Reed, this is a small token of my appreciation for you, your work, your podcast, and the perspectives you share, which are so needed in these rough times. So the next time you're having a crap day, please know you have touched and helped someone with your voices. Wishing you happiness, Elizabeth. Thank you, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Oh my God. Thank you. It's amazing. Thank you. And um, amazing. so, ladies and another, we loves you. Thank you for listening. What's the hundred episodes? Thank you for listening to a hundred episodes, or not, or listening to two, or listening, or just listening to this one with Pam Tanowitz. Yeah, uh, this is our long form art project. It's incredibly long. It, 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 it is. We have been doing it for a hundred weeks. A hundred weeks. Do you re- is it really? And one literally. Week? Wow, yeah. you guys, yeah. it's amazing. And we also have video content now, which is coming out once a month, and that is on YouTube or through our website, and that's the Dance and Stuff show. And now there's lots of extras on the YouTube channel that are very funny. Oh, yeah, we only also... just now discovered. And they're just for our patrons. They're, not. they're for everybody. No, there's other ones that are coming out that there's are just privates. for patrons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can yeah. get the latest if you're a patron. But then there's also privates that are just for patrons, such as my audition for Justin Peck as... Not my audition, but but my role as Maria's mom in West Side Story. Wow. If you want to see that, <laughs> you can become a patron. Amazing. <laughs> through Patreon. Um, Pam. Yes. We loves you. I Listeners, love you we and love you. we hope you. we can have you back on for episode 200. Yes. Yes. Oh.